Hello. I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Darren is back from Atlantic City, but don't get too excited. Later this week, he's going to camp out at the movie theater, so he can be first in line for Think Like a Man 2. Godspeed, you brave bastard. Here's the show. I didn't know you were such a big fan, Darren. How did how did he know? He needs you need to know what happens. <laughs> the, how they tie up all the loose ends from part one. I'm gonna be there with a fucking machine gun, like <laughs> Columbine. That's what I'm gonna. Uh, do. Don't even joke. <laughs> don't even joke. Whoa, we're here the in the ti- we're here in the tiny hall at the Metal Injection <laughs> Studios. <laughs> Recording. Yeah. I was on. <laughs> Welcome to episode 261 of the Metal Injection Livecast. We're gonna have Andy Williams. Of Every Time I Die, calling in a little later on in the show, talking about the band's new album, From Parts Unknown. Can't believe uh, no other metal band has ever... Is that an Undertaker, I mean, uh, Ultimate Warrior tribute? Sure, we, we could ask when he's on the phone. But Do we need to ask him, does he feel any, um, he's gotten any bad publicity by association with bands that are full sentences? Because mm. of uh, Tim Lambesis. Mm. We could ask him if there's any confusion <laughs> between Every Time I Die and As I Lay Dying. But those two bands have toured together in the Uh-oh. past. Uh, early, they, they were like uh, one, of, one of the Does first metal lift? injection uh, interviews. Mm-hmm. Andy Williams? Yeah. Definite lifter. Definite. Well, then watch out. <laughs> he might not want to get to the next level, Let's though. Let's hope so. not. <laughs> so it's A-O-K. Darren, you were in Atlantic City last yeah. week. You weren't here on the live cast. Right. How was your trip? Anything was, crazy? Any uh, buffets? Well, no, mm-hmm. we didn't eat at any buffets. Ugh. We ate at uh, something called Chickies and Pete's, mm-hmm. which I had never heard about. Uh, but this is one place or two places? One place. Okay. It's called Chickies and Pete's. Interesting. Yeah, I, okay. With both with apostrophes. All right. Chickies, like the apostrophe after the S or no, before no, no. the Chickie, S? Chickie, apostrophe okay. S. And Was it a fried chicken place? No, it's uh, basically Applebee's if they serve seafood. Oh. So it's like a crab and play, you know, but it's like a very probably like a red lobster basically. It's like a red. No, it's a less. I would say it's less classy than red lobster. Wow! wow. First time I've ever heard anything yeah. described as a less classy. <laughs> well, it's, 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 here, here's what I mean by that. It's got like the tone of an Applebee's. Like mm-hmm. it, in other words, when you go to Red Lobster, I feel like you're there to have. Even though it's not the best restaurant in the world, but you're there to have like a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Applebee's is more. You go there to watch a game, and there happens to incidentally be food there. Okay, no. yeah. It's like a bar for 25-year-old, yeah. like, frat people. So it's the perfect place to go after seeing Think Like a Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> for the dinner and a movie, kind of. I get the suspicion that my girlfriend wants to go see <laughs> Think Like a Man What too. is that? It's a Steve Harvey wrote a book called Think oh. Like a Man. How to Think Like a Man. Which was not a, a novel or anything. It's just like a self-help yeah. book. And somehow they made it into a fictional uh, movie with Well, they actors. did that with, like, what to expect when you're expecting uh, and all these other... Like, that, that's a thing that they do now. Oh, or what's the other love. one? Well, no, what's the other one with, the, uh, with Drew Barrymore? With the Drew Barrymore. <laughs> she is Blended? real. What? Blended? No. Um, E.T. No. Uh, <laughs> and she's not that into you. That one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, There's yeah, with Adam Sandler same thing. Um, was it here? No, I don't think Adam Sandler was in that. They're in a new movie together. Yeah, Blended. Blended. Oh, okay. It's one of the worst reviewed uh, movies in the history of movies. That's where they go to Africa, and there's lots of stereotypes of African yes. people uh, and black people in it. Is Steve yeah. Harvey in that one, too? No. I don't know, but speaking of stereotypes, Steve Harvey is an enormous stereotype of black people, so he should be in that yeah. movie. I can't believe how much they try to um, put they, 
What do you mean by that? <laughs> the media oh. tries to push him towards like the female yeah. audience because at my nail salon, they there's like this channel that's always on the Steve Harvey channel. No, it's it's not the Steve Harvey channel, the and they Steve keep, they keep playing clips of shows, and they always play a clip from his show. And every time I see it, I'm like, wow, if Darren was here, he would yeah. be so angry. Yeah. No, I really hate him. He's horrible. Yeah. Well, women love him, Darren. <laughs> That's why no. your girlfriend wants to go see the movie. No, well, she wants to see it. I'm sure she wants to see it ironic. Or at least that's what she wants you to think. No, Meanwhile, I, I, she's like on websites <laughs> right now getting previews and <laughs> seeing red carpet photos. She would do all that stuff, but <laughs> she legitimately enjoys horrible things. Like well, that's, then. you know, she loves B-Cat, our public mm. this channel here. Did she make you go see the first Think Like a Man? No. Will she, she want to like Netflix it beforehand just so you know what the backstory is? Maybe. I, I'm going blind. It. You need to know the whole... <laughs> I wouldn't mind Netflixing it. I think there would be enough gold there in that yeah. mind to to laugh at the movie. And at least then you could watch it in your boxer shorts. You don't have to like yeah, get dressed and leave the house yeah. and pay. I don't want to. I don't want to pay. Yeah. First of all. Secondly, I don't want to be in the audience with these house frows. <laughs> I go to see this. <laughs> Ooh, Steve Harvey. Turtle from Entourage is in it. So is that something right? for everyone? Yeah. Just for the for the one white guy who's yeah. married to a black woman. Oh, Turtle from Entourage is in it. I just uh, watched... There's only one white guy that's married to a black woman, Rob? In the audience of that movie, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. We okay. just watched that um, Horrible Bosses. Was, How was that? Uh, awful. Really? And it had... Uh, Horrible Bosses, was that with Jennifer Aniston yes. and Charlie? Yeah, Day. I was just going to say, the guy from that terrible show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> that you two like. I don't want to insult I'm over I don't, it. I don't love it. I like it. Uh, it has its moments. I Well, here's my issue with that show, is that I don't like shows that are purely... Like, the whole appeal of the show is that you're watching horrible people do amusingly horrible things to each if other. If there wasn't an audience for that, then our podcast would get zero downloads. But I don't... Yeah, see, I disagree with that. I know you're kidding. I know well, you're that kidding. that said, uh, Rob and Jack's boys just have to... <laughs> <laughs> I know you're kidding, but I feel that's really not like... In a joking way, okay, but I feel like there's a... When I listen back to this show, maybe just me, because I know all three of you, but there's like a love vibe. You yeah. Know, between, like, we joke around and yeah. shit, but like, you could tell we really like each other. When I watch that show, I just want to fucking... I wouldn't care if they all got hit by a car. But that's, that's the thing I like about that show that I feel is unique in like sitcoms like every sitcom there's always like sitcom? a sitcom 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 sure sitcom uh, situational comedy but like they always have a voice of reason character and this is one of the only shows that does not there's yes. no voice of reason and I thought uh, when I first you know I thought Danny DeVito just not knowing anything about yeah. the show would be the sensible guy. No, he's like guy. the craziest one of all. He's great. <laughs> yeah, so I've heard. So I only wa- I, I watched it. I watched like three episodes trying to force myself mm-hmm. to like it because of the two of you. And I trust your taste mm-hmm. so much. We're almost always on point together. And then I, I couldn't take it anymore. I wanted to kill myself. It's definitely gone on like two or three seasons too long. Is that right? It's way past its prime. Yeah. But there were like like seasons, I don't know, when Danny yeah. DeVito started being on it. like The first like, five seasons. or six seasons. Well, five, let's say. We're good. Yeah. Uh, Rob's Pompadour asks, is Darren's girlfriend a regular watcher of the Steve Harvey show? No, not a regular watcher because she's at work when it's on. Mm. But I do think she would be if she was home. No DVR? 
I, well, she doesn't have a DVR, oh. actually. Okay. But that she Lucky. may DVR it if she had it. Yeah, okay. Here's a great Christmas gift for her, Darren. What's that? A DVR. A DVR so she can watch Steve Harvey? You think I'm <laughs> fucking nuts? Go on eBay and get an autographed 8x10 of Steve Harvey. Get <laughs> I thought how you were going to go with an autographed DVR. <laughs> That's <laughs> Steve Harvey you autographed TV. You atheists always want me to sign these DVRs for you. <laughs> you make Over no here. damn sense. <sighs> All right, we got a caller. Eight four seven. You're on the live cast. Hello. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Leroy. Hey, Leroy, where are you from? From Los Angeles. What's up, Leroy? How's it going? Sounds very confused. You're on the metal injection live cast. No, I, I, I literally, I was listening on my laptop, and I literally just decided to listen to my phone. And there's a huge delay, so I got super lucky because I caught the 847 part. Otherwise, I would have just been spacing and you would have been asking who's on the line. I wouldn't have heard shit. Thanks for that. But, uh, I got, sorry, I know. I just sparked up the pipe. I haven't smoked in a long time, so I'm feeling pretty talkative. Oh, all right. Yeah, you sound talkative. All right, what kind of weed would you spark? Wait, up? I was going to just say, should we assume that's weed, though? We don't know that it's yeah, weed. You know, yeah, no, I don't smoke cigarettes. That kills people. Or this crack. is blue coma. Right. No, not crack. Yo, what the hell? No, I just smoke weed, and that's all I do. It could have it been a 50s, you know, dad pipe also with tobacco. <laughs> you smoking a 50-year-old dad? You smoking his pipe? Is that what's going on? So Rob, are you smoking a 50-year-old dad? What? How did it, how did it <laughs> Why Rob? I thought he was asking you. I heard him ask him, but if I was someone who was smoking a 50-year-old Anyway, well, anything. Isn't that funny that well, there's a woman in the room, but someone just assumes <laughs> that when uh, someone's blowing a 50 year old man that it's Rob? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious, Darren. I didn't say that though. He said it. So, Leroy, what kind of weed? Can are you? I can I defend Rob real quick? Sure. Oh, sure. You're the one. Oh man. Well, never mind. I was going to talk about. I was listening to the archives. No, hold I on. Want to talk about it. Take okay, a step fine. Back. Defend me. <laughs> defend me. See I am. Hey. No, I am defending you. I said, man, I can't listen to a single episode where Rob isn't there when the archived, when I listen to archived episodes. I was listening to the archived episode where Noah brings her weird, serious friends in, and she, like, really jerks them off by pimping them out, saying they're radio broadcasters or some shit. Oh, I can stand uh, that episode. Christina and... Uh, and Kara? Uh, every time one of them opened their mouth, I just had them um, pausing, and I'm not listening to this episode. I listen to, like, every episode now, and I just can't put up with I, I, no I Rob. feel that way in the room yeah. when those two open their mouths. Well, the truth oh, comes my God, out. I, still still like like I, I, that next week. I remember Sid saying that. I remember kind of... Uh, <laughs> like they were nice, but good Lord. Christina, not so much. Yeah. Kara was a little... Uh, like I, I didn't know who was who. I just knew they were... Uh, and they were making fun of you a lot that episode. Nice. It just felt like it wasn't a mix with our show. But I got what you're saying. Without the Without the Rob juice... The metal injection live cast formula doesn't work. Oh fuck you! Or or Darren because Darren has the drops. Ah, it's just the drops. Yeah, that's me. I don't contribute anything. <laughs> but uh, but very good at pushing uh, mouse buttons. If me and Noah are off the show, though, it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> uh, well, Sid, you have some pretty good ones. Noah, you're cool and all, but I do. She's very good. You got some good jokes. Well, well, no adjust the levels. That's what that's what she's. The whole at. reason why you hear the podcast clearly yeah. is because of me. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Noah. So basically, all of us suck except Rob, is what you're saying. Yeah. Rob's hilarious. I don't know. And anyone Noah? Is your name really? Um, I'm skeptical. Yeah, my name is really Leroy. 
What's your? Oh, well, do you want to say your last name? No, well, no. Kensington. I've called before a while ago. I'm really amped about this game seven tonight. Oh, Hockey. Yeah. Really? Where are you from? Kings Hawks. I'm from Chi Town. Oh. All these annoying ass Kings fans who came back from three to one, I'm skipping the WWE payback pay per view to watch this shit. So, <laughs> well, uh, that's clearly the right play there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Payback is pretty shitty. Big view. But back to you. I, I I called about the movie thing you guys were talking about. I've seen shitty movies lately. Uh huh. Have you seen a shitty? I had movie? to see the other woman with Cameron Diaz. Okay, uh, so just to, for uh, people uh, who who don't stumble onto terrible commercials, the other woman is where isn't Kate Upton in that? Yeah, don't so, leave Kate so Kate Upton is involved. So Leslie Mann, Judd Apatow's wife, yes. discovers that her husband is cheating on her with Cameron Diaz. Okay. I've got all of this from the trailer. Who plays and, the husband? I don't know who plays the husband. I don't know some regular good-looking dude. I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, so then she uh, confronts her or something. And she's and like, look at those titties. I turns out that guy is cheating on Cameron Diaz with Kate Upton. So all three of them get together mm-hmm. as gal pals yeah. to, to like, take it out <laughs> on this guy who's like messing with their hearts. Rated R for tributism. Does Kate Upton <laughs> tit fuck uh, Cameron Diaz's horse face? Is there some of that going on? Right? Then I'd, I'd pay to see that. Uh, there, there, I, dude, I would love to see Cameron Diaz get anything fucked. She's very hot. But, uh, I don't find her attractive at all. But I don't think she's she's she has no ass. She Cameron has Diaz? For her age, how old is she? Hold on, hold on. She looks that, like she has terrible skin. Hold yeah, on. she does. That's, yeah. Because one thing. she's First of all, she's not that old where that's an excuse yeah. to me. She's not 60. And second, well, she wasn't... I don't think she was hot when she was 25 either. Yeah, really. She was never yeah. anything special. She, oh, I remember. If she, was there and if she was in the room and came up to you and asked to sleep with you, what would you say? I would say no. I'm very Hell much no. in love with my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> that I, last joke. Uh, okay. okay. All right, all right. Well, look. If there was no girlfriend. If there was no girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so she's nailed. 41. No, no, no. But wait. But wait. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no problem. But if... See, if she, if I was single, and she's still not attractive to me, but it's not even that. Like, I can f- find girls not my type to be attractive. I don't even find her attractive. And, like, listening to her interview, she just sounds really fucking annoying on top of all uh, yeah, I've never heard her interviews, but she... Uh, you yeah. would never want to go somewhere where A-Rod's yeah. been. Like, I feel like cool. oh, every, everything she plays in a movie is her. Like, she's yeah. just a ditz. Lifeless one in the chat writes, never listen to the MI Live cast with the windows open. Neighbors all turn their heads about titty-fucking Cameron Diaz, horse face. <laughs> yeah! Uh, Take that, neighbors. For his neighbors to his house. <laughs> yeah, and how loud are your speakers? And Douglas Levison says Cameron Diaz's butt does stink. So he's I been in there, too, with A-Rod. Oh, she, she has no butt. It's just legs that grow from her back. I, I shared a flight with her. What? Uh, not to name drop. Oh, Vir- boy. But Jesus. a Virgin America LAX to JFK. She was in first class. I was way the fuck back to okay. coach. But she just looked like a regular, like, yes. L.A., like, there was nothing special about her. Mm-hmm. Not to say she was unattractive. She, it wasn't that she was unattractive, but she's just not she was just like a regular woman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, wait, I, how I, awful was the movie, and why did you find yourself seeing that movie? Uh, my fiancé wanted to see it, and I took her to see, like, a bunch of shitty movies in a row, so I owed her one. Sweet. Yeah, it was a really shitty reason. Especially because they're $15 fucking dollars a ticket to see a goddamn movie. 
Yep. Uh, it costs that much in Chicago, and too? $30 oh, yeah. for Chicago's in LA. I'm in L.A. right now. In oh. California, they're way more expensive for some reason because they're art lights and shit. Why are you in L.A.? I work in L.A. What do you do? No, I don't know. I'm wearing. I'm wearing. Uh, I, do, uh, I do like... Um, I can't even make up a lie, man, on a spot like this. Um, don't. But anyways, uh, what were we talking you, about? You're a dealer. What do you do? Why do you need no, to make no. up a lie? I, I work in a, like like the entertainment industry. Mm. What do Porn. you do? Porn. You're a fluffer. <laughs> no, I wish. It's like uh, like uh, I work for like Amazon. Amazon's music. So why do you have to lie about that? Or maybe that's the lie. He wants to be anonymous. It's okay. super weird. Yeah, that's true. It's a little weird. I'm yeah, how many Leroy's that. work for Amazon? He's not even named Leroy. He's lying about That's the <laughs> yeah. first lie. Just, right. Nobody in the last 40 years has been born and their parents named him Leroy. I don't know. It just does not happen. Who are you what named is, after? I'm sorry. Did you ever ask your parents There's why they named you Leroy? Uh, it's, it's, it's uh, I don't know, man. It's a, a very common African-American name. Are you African-American, sir? I wish, from the waist down. So you're not, but you were. And named. also, it's like it's a common African American name in episodes of Sanford and Son. <laughs> yeah, not in the time. last thirty, forty years. No. Hey, speaking of episodes, so about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. What do you mean every character is is there's no voice of reason? Have you watched Seinfeld? That's the same fucking idea. But they, Jerry they, Seinfeld is usually the voice. They of shift around. There's always someone. Not it's yeah. not the same person in every episode, but there's always someone commenting on the insanity. But like the end of the show, the end of the series, they're all in jail because they were all collectively terrible people. They were yeah, always that was kind the worst of episode of that show by a mile. But also, I get the impression from watching Seinfeld. Basically, I've seen almost every episode. Is that they're. I feel like they're genuinely like likable people with flaws. You know, they're yeah. not complete scumbags. Which is another reason that that last episode sort of was hollow to me. Yeah, that's true. And I feel with George, I feel I feel like George is he's a good enough person to know that he's a scumbag. Yeah, is which is different from just being an amoral scumbag completely. Like he always panics about getting caught in a lie, and you know, he's a, yeah. he's about himself like he's a shallow guy. But he's not, you know, he he's well aware of himself enough to know that what he's doing is wrong, which I think makes him a likable guy. I feel like some of the characters on It's Always Sunny fully admit they're scumbags. Have but you, don't care. That's yeah. What I'm saying. There's yeah. No, there's, it, well, it's from not what I've so, seen, I'm right. Scumbag is it sociopaths. Yeah. yeah. I'm not an expert. Level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, no, well, you can, uh, no one has to like everything. It's fine. Yeah. I forgive you, Darren. Thank you. Uh, we well, never learned uh, what weed you were smoking, Leroy. I'm really curious yeah. about this. It's quite Leroy. a cliffhanger for me. I told you. Oh, man, I was so excited to tell you that Darren started talking about crack or something. I got oh, carried away. Uh, I'm smoking. Okay, can I talk now or are you going to interrupt me? Please, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm smoking Blue Coma. Blue Coma? It's, it's a sativa. Why but here's the problem. Hold on. I feel like a, a coma, that's more indicative of an indica. You, you would think. Hey, dude, the names are just bullshit, man. I don't know. What's an indica is a more, uh, like, a, a body high, like a sleepier high. So you, yeah. if it has the word coma in it, <laughs> you think that was it? So wait, wait, it's a sativa. Go on. Look no, of- I mean, uh, yeah. The, the thing that sucks is, though, my medical card, it is, it's, they only last a year, and then they expire. So mine expired at the beginning of a month. And I'm, I'm literally my last little nug. I'm just trying to, like, sparse it out. I'm trying to kick the habit all together, but it's so goddamn hard. I am addicted to marijuana. <laughs> what do you have to, re- to renew your card? Yeah. What kind of steps do you have to take? Oh, my God. So let me tell you how I got the card. It is the biggest joke out here. Uh, I'm not disclosing my name or anything. But anyways, um, 
So I was like, when I first moved out here, I was paranoid to get a car because I didn't want any of that shit, like my name on anything or seeing a doctor. But finally, I caved because I was so sick of buying from a dealer. I'm like, you know, I'm living in California. I'm fucking buying from a dealer at the sim. So right. I went to this place, and they give me a clipboard and some papers, like two Latino ladies in scrubs behind this thing. Huh. And it's like asking me, like, what are your, um, you know, uh, what do you call those things? Like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm so blasted right now. Your symptoms, <laughs> or, you know, why, why do you need this? <laughs> And so I just wrote, like, oh, I need it to help me eat. Uh, I need to help me sleep. I checked off these little things. And then finally they bring me in this room, and she asked me, like, random questions about weed, and I didn't know whether to lie or not, so I was so confused. But she's like, so how much do you smoke in a week? And I'm like, what? I'm, I was coming in thinking I don't, I don't smoke ever. Like, this is my first time, you know? But uh, so, so she, like, starts going down, like, an ounce, a gram, and, they, you know, starts naming things. I'm like, oh, fuck, like, yeah, a gram. And then she asked how many times in a day, whatever. Then after, like, a couple questions, she's like, okay, now you're going to Skype with the doctor. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to Skype with this dude? Why? Oh, oh, you take your shirt off. Well, pulls up the computer. All this shit. The doctor was she, 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 what, Can I, what's going on? What's up? <laughs> offended, man. Yeah, it's like, no, don't no, interrupt no. his story here. On sorry, our fucking show. Sorry, Leroy. Sorry for no, talking. No, no, I'm sorry. I just, I, I want to tell the story to get it out there because it's hilarious. No, I want oh. you to hear the outcome. So anyway, yeah, we Skype with this dude. And have you ever watched the Simpsons? The computer, and then you're Skyping with a doctor. Right, right. And this dude comes on the screen. You guys ever watched the old Simpsons episode? Not Dr. Hibbert, not Dr. Marvin... No, Marvin Monroe, the fat dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's look, it's like the black version of him comes up on the laptop, and I swear to God, he was laying on a bed. Wow. Just laying there, and he says, first thing he says, what's your problem, man? And I was fucking, like, I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, uh, yeah, man, I just need it because I need, need to eat more or something like that, some bullshit. And he's like, all right, just give the lady your 60 bucks and you're good. It's like, walk outside and 60 bucks. how many RP. cards did they give you when you walked out of that office? No, you just, oh, man, oh, you almost got me real good. Uh, yeah, all right. I guess my time is up and I've talked quite a bit. But uh, I recommend I want to know more about cards. the stereotypical black doctor that you had. <laughs> was that your No, only? not stereotypical, but he just looked like it was like this heavy set dude on his laying on his bed. Like, what kind of fucking, seriously? At least he eating anything? Pretend like you're in an office. Eating something. <laughs> <laughs> he was Wait, watching. Am I your doctor? A sweet gig. He was watching Bodacious Black Butts number 12. <laughs> 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 all right, we're going to let you go, Leroy. Oh, Thank you. Why is all my patients white devils today? One. There we go. <laughs> Good call, Leroy. Learned so much. Stereotype black doctor in his jockey shorts on the bed, <laughs> Skyping. <laughs> it warms my heart that uh, people's instinct, like, all right, I'm going to smoke a bowl and call into the live cast. And insult I, all of us. I need yeah. someone to talk to. We're here for you. <laughs> that warms your heart. 646-929-1357. Warm your heart because he liked you. Yeah. He said all of us suck. And all no, of Darren, us, yes. he liked, your, he liked your, your sound effect. He, he liked your like computer, me. Darren. Thanks. I'll pass <laughs> that along. Like me. That's okay. All right. Uh, I think we have uh, Andy here uh, a minute or two early. Andy, is that you? Yeah, this is me. Oh. Hello. Thank you for calling us to the show. We have uh, Andy Williams, guitarist of Every Time I Die. And you guys yeah. are going to be putting out a new album from Parts Unknown, July 1st yeah. on Epitaph Records. <laughs> Now, that's clearly a professional wrestling reference. Who came up with the title? Believe it or not, Keith did. And it has nothing to do with professional wrestling, which stinks. 
I mean, what? It's cool and, yeah. How I wish. You, what, 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 what did he come up with it? Like, what was his meaning for it? Uh, I mean, it's got, like, lyrical stuff. I think it's, like, the first time he's ever had, like, uplifting, like, stuff to say in his lyrics. There's, like, a positive vibe. And I think that's what he means by it. For me, I think everyone knows what it means for me. It's just yeah. where uh, all the cool wrestlers are from. <laughs> right. It's your, I, I just assume this is a big tribute to the Ultimate Warrior or the Barbarian. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, 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 I mean, if you ask me, that's where it came from. But, yeah, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, I feel like you you sort of surprised us with this album. How long have you been uh, working on it? Um, well, we didn't have that much time. We had like uh, a, we were supposed to have two months to do it, and then we decided to take a a tour in Europe, like right in the middle. So we only had eighteen days to to write it, and then we took thirty days to record it. Mm. So it was like we were like at, yeah, when we went in, it was like. Well, no, there's a couple of songs that uh, none of us have ever played. So here we go. Let's try this. <laughs> nice. I see. So you guys are all about the quick turnaround. Did you go to uh, Cali again? Or, or, or no, no, you no. worked with Kurt Ballou, right? Yeah, we did it with Kurt in, in, uh, in Salem. And, uh, but you previously worked with Steve Evitz. Why the, why the change this time? Uh, well, we did the tour. We did, uh, we did the Big Dirty and New Junk with, with Steve, and then we did the last record with Joe Barisi. Oh, okay. uh, but we did it all in California. Um, I don't know. I think it was just more or less. I mean, Joe was great. He was great. Um, but I, I think we were kind of looking for a guy to come in and like almost play sixth member. Really, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it it's yeah, kind it's, of it's, kind uh, of thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he just uh, that dude is is such a like he hears things that normal people don't hear. You know what I mean? Like, if you listen to, like, a Caveller Tech record, and you're like, oh, is that a glockenspiel? Yeah, it probably is, because he heard it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's it's really weird, you know, how he how he hears things. Uh, and, you know, when especially when you're pressed in time, like we were, you're, there's certain things that you're letting go by because you're like, shit, we don't have that much time. And uh, and then he'll be like, he'll say, like, the most obvious thing, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I didn't see that. So... Yeah, it was it was nice to have a, a dude be as vocal and uh and hands on as he was. Oh uh, yeah, and I feel like he usually uh brings out the best in bands like the last few albums that he's produced for other bands. I've always been like, Wow, this sounds yeah. so more intense than the last well, album. You gotta look at it this way. If you're recording with him, you're a fan of Converge. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not you're not going to him and, and most of us are just huge converge marks. So we like look up to him. And it hurts when he says, "Eh, that's not that great." <laughs> you know. What I mean? So like when you, when when you you're like, "Come on, man!" Like that means I'm I'm whack. Like I'm not I'm not good because he doesn't like it. <laughs> so you want right. to like you're you're kind of like trying to make dad proud. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to remind all the listeners, you can call in and ask Andy a question, 646-929-1357. Got a question from the chat. El Dudorino asks. Would Andy fuck the Shockmaster? <laughs> like, 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 as in, like, um, Fred, uh, what Fred, the fuck yeah. is that guy? Yo, Fred, Shockmaster's Ot- Typhoon? Name Fred Ottman. Fred Ottman, yeah. yeah. Would I fuck him? Oh, man. He's alive, right? If he was, yeah, Fred Ottman. If he was, if he was in the, the Shockmaster outfit, yeah, I'd probably stick it in. <laughs> for, for non-wrestling fans, the Shockmaster is the biggest blunder 
in wrestling history. It's supposed to be this big debut of this imposing guy. And there was an yeah. explosion. He was supposed to crash through a wall, and he fell as he crashed. And he had uh, a helmet. His helmet was a Star Trooper helmet. His that helmet was like yeah. made out of aluminum. That was, that was yeah. glittered. Yeah. Yeah. A glittered like, Star Trooper helmet. Stormtrooper. Yeah. Stormtrooper. But also looks a you little bit like the uh, Predator mask also. Did you ever hear the story about why he fell? No, what was the story? It's, it's pretty awesome. So, like, Dusty Rhodes thought that was, like, the biggest. He thought it was the greatest thing in the world. He's like, we're going to bring it out Shockmaster style, blah, blah, blah. And, uh... Uh, the guy in charge at the time was Tunney, uh, Jim Tunney, I think it was his name. Jim Hurd. He had a guy, Jim Hurd, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. He had a guy, like, without telling anyone, put a two-by-four at the bottom because he thought the wall was going to fall over. So, like, Fred Ottman had no idea that the two-by-four was there. He went to crash through the wall. He hit the two-by-four and fell. <laughs> oh! So it was just, like, literally was the biggest blunder. And, like, poor Dusty, like, I think his his response to that was they did this gimmick right after where Fred Atman would come out and just blunder things up. Like he was like yeah. this, uh, he was like a handyman. They gave him this like handyman gimmick. And he would come out with like a tool belt and he would like blunder things yeah. uh, after that for like two weeks. He didn't last long. <laughs> he was on WCW Saturday night jobbing every week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Like when when you're getting beat by heavy metal Van Hammer, you're yeah. you're... you're, you're <laughs> You're gonna get your fucking your walking papers. And the gambler also. <laughs> oh, the gambler was great. I'm y'all. Who are some of your favorite jobs? Um, Dusty Wolf was probably like one of the oh. biggest classic jobbers. With that for big me, because that was when I was a kid. He was big. The gambler was perfect. Like he had, he thought he was so cool because he would come out in that like satin jacket with like the the uh, four aces on it. And then he would have a card, and he would do nothing special with the card. He would just show the cards, and they'd walk in the ring and literally lose in like 30 seconds. Is this your card? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My um, favorite jobber of all time, uh, Tiger Chung Lee. Oh, oh he was great. Yeah. yeah. He was actually a good wrestler at one point, and when he got old, he started yeah. jumping. The sad part is that most of those dudes were probably great wrestlers. They just didn't have the look, you know what I mean? Yeah. That stinks. I like the most, like, in recent years, like, one of the most famous jobbers was that Dennis Reed dude that, like, was on Beyond the Mat. And, like, yeah. he really thought that Terry Funk was going to pick him to wrestle, like, in his last match ever. Yeah. And it was just so sad. And that dude was, like, he's like, ah, stay in shape. And they just show him, stay, like, jumping on this dirty trampoline in his backyard with two weights. <laughs> so out of shape. Oh, great. Uh, that yeah, was actually, that great. a stamp. That was his name. That's Stamp. Right. Dennis Stamp. That's it. Because right. I once saw on this like wrestling meme thing, someone got a Dennis Stamp tramp stamp. <laughs> really? Dude, that's great. To an obs- obscure wrestling reference. No one will who get knows it. Who knows? The only way I know who Dennis Stamp is is from that Beyond the Mat do- documentary, right. which is yeah. amazing. So you have to be yeah, stuck. that documentary is great. But then you got to be smart enough to, A, recognize who that is on his tattoo, and then B yeah. get the joke. That yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's a pun. I uh, I recently went to a SmackDown, and I was I was wearing um, I was wearing a Harley Race shirt, and nice. it's just like a shirt with him like on it or whatever. And uh, this little kid, I get this argument with this like six year old kid about <laughs> that, and I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. His like final, uh, 
he's like, who's that guy in your shirt? And I was like, it's Harley Race, one of the greatest champions of all time. And he's like, well, he looks like he stinks. And I was like, well, he, he probably did stink, but he was a great wrestler. And he's like, John Cena, you wouldn't beat John Cena. And I was like, he would smash John Cena to bits. And I started, like, getting heated. And then his last thing goes, well, he looks like he smells like a fart. And I was like, okay, cool. I gotta say, he does you look win. like that smell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks like a skin bag filled with farts. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Harley Race, skin bag full of farts. I feel like a lot of our listeners are doing a lot of Googling of who these wrestlers are yeah. we're talking about. Who the fuck is Dennis Stamp? <laughs> Uh, let's fat bastard jumping up and down on a trampoline. Let's take a caller. The number to dial, task Andy from Every Time I Die, question 646-929-1357. We got Josh on the line. Josh, are you there? Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, Josh, how are you? I'm I'm great, thanks. Uh, Andy, I'm a big fan of music. I've been for a while. I have have three questions to ask you. First one is, what was working with Kurt like? Like what? What changed from the usual process? Uh, I mean, the well, one thing we didn't talk about. Just the the big thing was uh, just a matter of like that dude is he's like a I don't know if it is for sure, but he like plays with like guitar symphonies and stuff like that when he's not recording bands and stuff. So for me and Jordan, we were like chubbed up because we he was just like he would come up with some crazy thing and be like here, play this chord and then do this. And then you hear it and it's like, it sounds like six guitars are playing at the same time, but it's just me and Jordan playing what he's telling us to play. And uh, he's great. It's just, yeah, that's the biggest thing was just one, trying to make him happy. And then two was just his like knowledge is like vast amount of knowledge. Cool. The second question is, did Keith and Jose Canseco ever get to gather and write lyrics? Dude, no. I wanted like a. I, it would have been amazing to have like a lyrical Bash Brothers. Would be amazing. With, where Keith would take over the job of of Mark McGuire. But uh, one, he doesn't have red hair. Two, he doesn't take steroids. Three, he doesn't have uh, grown up acne, and uh, he's never played baseball. Now, uh, how did that, how did that all start? Was that just through Twitter that Jose Canseco and, and Keith started tweeting each other, or, or what was the origin of that? Yeah, literally, just apparently, like Jose Canseco likes the band, I, like I, I, which I can't believe, but he likes the band. He started tweeting at Keith, and then they they literally started like bouncing like lyrics off each other via Twitter. So like 130 characters back and forth, or whatever it is. They were sending like lyrics, like making songs up, like through the thing. It was insane. Like the thing is, like how many friends do you have after you write a book about all your friends blowing all your friends in? Yeah. So like he's he's probably he's probably pulling hairs for guys to be his friend. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess he could use a friend. All right, Josh. What's your last question? Um. Yeah. So you guys are on the Warp Tour this summer with. Falling in reverse. Yeah. One of. Uh, so my question was, will you punch Ronnie Radke for the major, uh, for the whole life cast? Uh, uh, wow, you're really putting me on the spot. I mean, the dude's a fucking clown, but uh, it would get a clown's an understatement. Really. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely an understatement. 
Um, he's he's for sure. Uh, for me, he's definitely he's definitely pushed a he's pushed the boundaries of like this dude. He's not going to bounce back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sooner or later, that shit's going to catch up to him. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm going to be the guy, but uh, you're too professional. Yeah, shit's going to catch up to him. You're gonna. You, instead, you'd probably like hire a hitman. No, just right? put on the Shockmaster mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It's That's what I would do. Well, lay a two by four out right in front of the stage, and then right as he's about to go on for a set, he'll trip over it, and that'll be the end. Well, I'll uh, just hang out with rafters and be the fake sting and oh, come oh. down. I just do point that. bats at him. Yeah, one of those mini baseball bats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, I, to, to answer that question, I mean. That dude's just gonna keep burning bridges and doing stupid shit. You know what I mean? He opens his mouth and says really fucking stupid shit, and he does stupid shit. Sooner or later, he's gonna come across someone that's not gonna like it, and yeah. he's gonna get put in this place bad. Yeah, we got another call from New York. Uh, uh, what's your name? And where? Uh, what part of New York are you from? This is Harley Rice. Oh, I just want oh to yeah. Tell you, I want to tell you, punks, you got some nerve saying I smell like a skin bag full of farts. <laughs> uh, come right down into that studio and stretch ya, old school style. <laughs> hey, you can you, you, you can go down to the studio and do that all you want. I got one other thing to say to you too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, my colitis is acting up. <laughs> I gotta run to the can. Oh, I mean, are you talking weird. about me again? I never thought nerds. I would talk to Harley Ray. <laughs> See, we bring people together on this show. Yeah. You never know who's listening to the live yeah. cast. You gotta watch her mouth. Yeah, it's like Roddy Rapp. weird that intimidating you. Yeah. <laughs> Harley Harley Race calling in and saying uh, he loves metal injection. Obviously, the dude loves uh, metal. Yeah, it's like a metalhead, Harley Race. Yeah. It's like yeah, a rough, tough, like and tough. He really just honestly, he always reminded me of my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it's the firm. An insult. To my grandma yeah, that it is Harley Race, because my grandmother was uh, pretty butch. But he had that curly, tight curls. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yo, you, professional wrestling, basically. You know, there's a kid in Brooklyn that looks just like him. I <laughs> think it's like the coolest thing. But he has no idea that Harley Race is a thing. He just that's no, his style. Yeah, yeah, that's just his style, Harley Race. <laughs> He's a mixologist at a Williamsburg bar. He has no idea. He's wearing a leather vest yeah. right now. <laughs> no idea who Harley Race is. <laughs> so, uh, as Josh pointed out, you guys are going to be on the Warp Tour. You guys play basically like half an hour, 45 minutes a night. Then you have the whole rest of the day to kill. How do you, yeah. how do you keep it interesting for yourself? Because you're basically stranded there. You can't really go anywhere, right? Like, like what is there uh, to do? No. Well, last summer we did that All-Stars Tour thing, and me and Tom from Straight From The Path made a cornhole team that probably, we probably made $1,300 a piece in one summer gambling on cornhole. Like, we would challenge anyone, what and we were the, playing pretty good. Hold on. Rob, don't pretend like you don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? Cornhole is that game that you play that has, like, the board with the hole in it, and then you throw a corn, like a... You throw a beanbag in it. Mm, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. God, so I'm pretty good at anything that you throw underhand. Right. So you, uh, so yeah. you, that's how you keep yourself busy all day, just playing fun games. Well, yeah. Well, was, I, got, I, have a, I do have a new quest. 
though, mm-hmm. like in life. Like, I don't have very many goals. I never really made goals. But I made a bucket list thing, and it's to wrestle a match in a ring, mm-hmm. like one match. So I've been preparing my body for a wrestling match. So I'm trying to get in pro wrestling form. Doing a little dentist I'm doing a little bit of... A little bit of bottle bodybuilding, yeah, yeah. I, I got a, one of those like portable trampolines I take everywhere. <laughs> I uh, I wear really high shorts and just jump up with two uh, two weights in my hand. <laughs> Thirty got, minutes a day, that's it. I I think you could totally do it. You 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 just really. I, the one thing I've always read in the Wrestling Observer is you got to work on your stamina because when they do any sort of tryout, all they're trying yeah. to do is get you to blow up. Yeah, so, they want to get you blown up. Yeah, you want to blow up. Who would you wrestle? Who would be your dream match? Oh, my dream. Well, my best friend Wes. Like that's that's our like life like lifetime dream was to like wrestle a match in a ring. Yeah. So like that kind of the thing. But that Josh Barnett dude says that you know who Josh Barnett is that fight. Yeah, yeah we actually had him call in the live cast uh, a while ago. But, yeah. but he tells me that there's no way I'll wrestle just one match. He's like, once you wrestle one match, you'll wrestle more. Yeah, and I was, like, but I only want one. Now I'm I'm literally Morgan Freeman here. My friend Wes is Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and uh, you know what I mean. We're 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 our bucket list. We're gonna wrestle in a match against each Here's other. Here's the thing. Okay, you probably can't do WWE because uh, I know that's that's a little. Uh, I feel like something like Ring of Honor or even uh, a pro wrestling gorilla. What about the Juggalos? Or, or JCW, get, get every time I die booked on a JCW show. On, on, or on, just like, play on the, the gathering. gathering. They probably have a ring set up already. And then they always have that, like, invitational battle royal yeah. where they bring in, like, people let go from WWE. So it's like Carlito yeah. and Chris Masters. Yeah. No, I just thought Carlito wrestle. There you go. And then it could be you as yeah. well. You totally use your every time I die cred to work a match. You can make it well, happen. Well, here's the thing. You know how we do our Christmas show every year? Yeah. So the 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 thing that we're trying to do is try to do a spring version mm. and have it be a rock and wrestling thing in Buffalo. That would be incredible. And so would you would you book wrestlers? Yeah. Like I I would like there's there's a local thing called ESW. There's a local uh, thing our buddy Jesse like wrestles in it, and a few dudes that me and my friend Wes went to high school with wrestle in it, and uh, yeah, it just it's pretty cool. They always pull in like they had Carlito, um, it was like Carlito, Chris Hero was there like the, like two weekends ago. Sounds like um, you're fat. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But it, the thing is, it would have to be, it would have to be every time I die oriented because it just wouldn't make sense if I just went in and wrestle. I mean, I wrestle the first match and then leave. You know what I mean? Here, here's the thing. You got to book like a, like a, a, a big, a relatively big name. Let's say oh, just yeah. for, the sake, for the sake of argument, like, like a big name that you could afford. So like Matt Hardy, right? Like that's a known yeah. enough name. And so you got to set up a, every time I die. Like if this a rock and wrestling show is in March, right? Yeah. Uh, or, or April in December for your Christmas show, your big Christmas show. Everyone comes out uh, on your last song. All of a sudden, Matt Hardy gets up on the stage, yeah. steel chair to the back of Andy Williams. What's going on here? And then he's like, Andy Williams, I've seen the way you you've looked at my girlfriend. <laughs> we were yeah. at a show. You know, a girlfriend's always in Buffalo. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I've had enough of you. And, and, it's, <laughs> and you know, and that's the rock and wrestling thing. I challenge you. You got a big match set up. All your, your crowd is there. They saw the angle set up. Now they want to buy the ticket to the April show. And then yeah. you pay Matt Hardy to do the job to Andy Williams of every time yeah, I die. He's the wrestler's yeah. friend. His friend will do the run-in. Okay. <laughs> really, 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 I'm going to give you a real, I mean, if you get this, you might get this because it seems like you know wrestling. You oh, can be my Harry Schmilak. You can be my Harry Schmilak. Oh, I'm not. I, no? I, I, uh, no, who's that? Harry Schmilak was the promoter in the movie Body Slam featuring oh. Roddy Piper. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. And I, oh, it's a like I need to go back. Was Kamala in that? Uh, Kamala's in everything. Kamala's okay. standing oh. right next to me right now. <laughs> and that was the uh, that was the guy from the A Team, right? Harry Schmiley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face. Yeah. Face. Yeah. God. And uh, and Tonga Kid was uh, Roddy's partner in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tonga Kid, aka uh, Haku. Oh, no, he was no. Tonga. Yeah. No, no, not Haku. He was uh, he was. One of the head shrinkers, head shrinker Sika or something like that. Oh, he was one of the head shrinkers. He's a different guy. No, Sanga's he, he was related to Samu. He was Samu. Yeah. It, he, later on, though, if you look at the head shrinkers, he's one of the head shrinkers with Fatu. Because there was three of them, or maybe it was the Samoan SWAT team. He might have been part of that. Mm-hmm. It was either or. Like to you? We can look that up. They're all related. Yeah, they really are, though. It's crazy. <laughs> look up that family. Yeah, Gary yeah. Albright, part of that family. <laughs> Gary Albright is not part of that family. He, I, dude, look it up. He married one of the sisters. Oh, okay, okay, like that. Yeah. That through marriage. Yeah, that makes sense. yeah. Gary Albright. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yesterday, I'm excited. Showed up in the, a live cast guest to nerd out on wrestling with. That's that's well, important. It just turned it right into wrestling. Who cares about new records and shit like that? Yeah, screw that. I, I can listen. I <laughs> no, I like I, I like the new record. I got it uh, on Friday. How quick before you leaked the, it online? I would never. I would yeah. never. It's watermarked with my name. I get it. Oh. Yeah. No, it sounds great. I, I think uh, working with Kurt uh, was awesome for you guys. It, it almost sounds like a throwback record. Obviously, it's new, but the it's like a throwback to the heaviness of previous Every Time I Die records. Yeah. But it's real fresh. Uh, all right, well, Andy, thank you so much for uh, calling in and hanging out with us. Of Great course. In- yeah, let's, let's do it in person. I think we have a good rapport. I know that we've done inter- interviews in the past that were pretty pretty stellar. Absolutely. Uh, if one of these days we ever uh, start a wrestling podcast that we keep talking about, we should call in and then we could just have an hour of, of, of oh. dork out about wrestling. Or just next time they're in I New York. I love that. Yeah. New York City. Uh, well, when we're in Warped, are you guys going to come out to Warped or no? That's a we'll rough come out day. just to do the wrestling podcast. <laughs> fucking, yo, I will rake your back as soon as I see you. <laughs> You're not the real. You're no good motherfucker. You've never seen Rob's back. It'll take a few rakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Right. Either that or European uppercut. You're getting something. Uh, yeah. Oh. All right, cool. Well, we're going to let you go. We're going to play something from the new record from Parts Unknown. It's out July 1st on Epitaph Records. Andy Williams, thank you again for calling in. Let me ask you this. Like, if, I, if I call this number in the future, I just yeah. get right to you, dudes? 
Yeah, every Sunday. Oh, you're going to get random. You're going to get random Andy Weaves calls now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> just like a, give me just five minutes of wrestling talk, and then we'll, I'll hang up. Oh, well, great. You know, if you want to call in yeah. next week to talk about tonight's pay-per-view, we're fine with that. Yeah. We'll make it Perfect. happen. Right. Enjoy the paper, right, guys. Have a good one. Oh, I will. <laughs> uh, Andy Williams of Every Time I Die. Let's take a music break, kicking it off with a new track off their upcoming record from Parts Unknown. This is Sir.
is Slomo, and you are listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. While you're listening to this music break, Rob is covering his marijuana cigarette in Jack Daniel's barbecue sauce. Rob, remember. Inhale. Don't swallow. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast.
any members of the FBI in the audience. The music break is over. Repeat, the music break is over. Please return to your listening posts and resume monitoring of this program for any negative references to Dave Mustaine. That is all. We now return to the Metal Injection live cast. Oh, there will be some negative references. By the way, for those of you listening to the archived version, you'll notice our voices sound much sexier now. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. We had some technical difficulties in the first hour in that I forgot to plug my battery in. You know, I was looking at my charger and I said to myself, maybe I should just give it to Rob now. Eh. Why didn't I just listen And right to before the music break, I was like, oh, I really need to plug my uh, computer in. So what that means is the uh, file uh, is gone, but it's available through Blog Talk. So yeah, it's going to so be shitty. A little lower file. Well, I mean, you know you already lived through it. Here we are now with a much better file. And if you're listening live, you are the only people in the world that heard that portion of the show in good quality. Another reason to listen live. Yeah. Sundays, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. So are we going to have this technical glitch every week now, just as incentive? This what? Technical glitch. Oh. What did you think? I thought you said the technical Googlerich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? Tech-de-Googlerich. Didn't you call know. in last week? A, a Googler, too, called in. Are we sure yeah, it wasn't the original? This. He was <laughs> he was too busy watching a sitcom. Oh, aren't we all? <laughs> oh, Google. We have a caller. I think what? this is Colin. 203? Yep. Is it Colin? Hi, Colin. Yep. How's your dog walking service? Colin? <laughs> so are yeah. you walking dogs right now? Are you walking a dog right now? Oh, Colin's gone. Colin's All right, having good. glitches of We're, his own. Uh, Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Colin. All right. He dead. Well, could be. Speaking of Dave Mustaine, uh, Chuck, Dave Mustaine popped up this week because he contributed a track where he plays the national anthem uh, to a new documentary uh, from the guy... Dinesh D'Souza. Oh, God, oh, that, that piece really? Of shit. Who's like Who? maybe going Who to jail? Oh, is he? I didn't know I that. I thought he's part. like some kind of campaign funds mismanagement. Who is he, deal. guys? Let us know. He is an Indian a guy, an Indian, Indian American who is a staunch Republican conservative. And he makes documentaries. And he's like a, conf, a frequent Fox News Yeah, guest. he's like the anti Michael Moore. Yeah. Basically. So, uh, Dave Mustaine, uh, come did a pretty solid job with the National Anthem. Does this song really need to be done over again? It's, no, the tra- it's in the trailer for this new documentary that he's doing called America. 
probably cheaper to pay Dave Mustaine than get the rights to the Jimi Hendrix version. Yeah, it yeah. sounds exactly the same as the Jimi Hendrix version, except without any soul. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it sounds all right. It, it doesn't sound bad, but it's what's the point? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No one knows how to play guitar. I'm sure she could recreate this right now, like in, at the drop of a hat. There isn't even any Dave Mustaine like accent to it yeah. either. You can't. You, any jerk off guitarist could be playing. Are you calling right? Noah a jerk off guitarist? Yes. No. I Just said, because no. she's jerked know. off oh. guitarists hey. does not mean she is a jerk off guitarist. That's true. Well, it kind of does. Well, uh, wow, Sid. <laughs> it's two different things completely. She has two her skills. Her history has nothing to do with the quality of her own guitar playing. She has two special abilities. She's a guitarist. Thanks. So this sucks. Who did it better, Dave Mustaine or, or Kirk Hammett last week? Uh, it's I, I'm gonna. I haven't heard that, but I'm going to make a prediction. It sounds exactly the same as this. With a well, whammy, that, but that one was live. So this one was recorded. Here, so you probably had like Darren, Darren wasn't here last week, so you missed it. Yeah, I missed it. And also, you had some help from James Hetfield doing the rhythm. Okay, that's different. Though. Indispensable. So far, exactly the same. It's more wawad. Okay, yeah. there you go. All right, there's a difference. Seriously, James Hetfield yeah, makes it so much better. It's just right. No, it's no, awesome. Get no, out of here. I disagree, sir. I think this is much, much better. Yeah, but the I, rhythm make, makes it so much more metal. Yeah. Like, it makes it like, yes. Well, Sid doesn't like this kind of music. It's all right. It's, you know. I, it's not that I, it sounds bad. He doesn't it just like seems the national anthem? Yeah, I'm not Sid is sure. un-American. That's right. Are you um, a Russian citizen or something? No. Mm. Where were you born, Sid? Whoa. Austria. We've Austria. talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. Right. I, I, Are you an Austrian even, citizen? I don't know. Probably because I was born there. I don't have any papers. Other than Are you an American citizen? Yes. Naturalized? Yes. Or oh, you are? Are you because you're under a certain age? Are you automatically a citizen? Here? Or did you have no, to like take a test? I didn't have to take a test because I was too young. But when my parents became citizens, I became a citizen. Wait, did your right. parents have to take a test? I think so. We should get the test and see if Sid can pass. Oh, it. Dude. <laughs> but then you guys have to take it too. I, would yeah, I feel like to. I wouldn't. Be. I yeah. would be glad to. <laughs> I can hardly remember what I did yesterday. Oh, we're gonna get it now. No. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, these are uh, these are all available. Okay. I didn't know. I thought. But that's not fair. You'll have the answer key. Right. Yeah, I won't. I won't You're the one. I We're think just gonna ask you questions. I feel like you'd. Do Why the don't worst. I'm the game show host? Yeah. I will yeah. do the. Ga- You're I'll the most it. American of all of us, I Darren. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'll close host. it. I'll close it. He's, no he's cheating. It up, right? Darren is by far the most American, so he's exempt from this test. Darren was is the. Oh no, I was born. I was about to say Darren is the only one born in this country. I was fucking born. I'm <laughs> more American than you. You did. I never said that you weren't. I'm just saying Darren's more American than all of us. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. Why? Why is that? By the way. Well, you're the only one uh, that was raised by someone that was b- born in this country or like yeah. grew up in this country. Oh yeah, all of true. us were raised by. But parents. I don't uh, see. I kind of want to see if I can answer these though. <laughs> all right, I- how about I read the questions <laughs> since we know that I'll fail? That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, go ahead. Let's go. We'll do a little. Do you, did you Google it? You I, just- I'm waiting for Noah to do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? Why should I do? She's. Well, I thought ask. you were already. Uh, no, I'm closing it, it, so I can't cool. see any answers. No. Make it happen. Okay, hold on, hold on. We all get an A plus in the passing the buck portion of the test. <laughs> no, I mean I would or do it. It's very American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Before we start, let's take a prediction. Who's going to do the worst? I here. feel I would do the worst. Okay. Yeah, probably, but I feel I, there's a chance I might as well. 
Because <laughs> I just haven't had to remember any of this shit in so long. Same, yeah. What do you think Mustaine would do on this test? Oh my god, A plus <laughs> plus. I know he wrote the fucking did. test. I know everything about America. He would he would get like a hundred and ten percent because he'd be playing the national anthem on the guitar while taking the test and okay. get all the answers right. How many? Oh wait, oh, all sorry, right. Go ahead. Shush, Dave. Sorry. Okay, what is the supreme law of the land? Is it, it's not a multiple choice? Wait, are you sure you're looking at a... That's not a... What is, that's like a... What? Are you sure you're looking at an official citizenship yes, test? USCIS.gov. Is, is that the Constitution? Correct. Yay. One no, you're not supposed to say it correct. You just let us all oh, answer. Sorry. All right, that's one. I'm a horrible game show. I knew host. that, though. Okay. Uh, question number two. Mm-hmm. Wait, but they don't give the answers. Then how'd you know that that one was right? You gotta find one with an answer key. Oh, I'm terrible. <laughs> I think we need to nix this segment here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it to. together. And yeah, then we'll, we'll prepare. Can, Leroy, can you call back and quiz us? Well, let's just do that. Let Noah do that while we're talking about. So we'll go into the next thing. How about we Leroy just quizzes us about American history that's relevant to him? And how his you life? do weed history? How about weed no. history? No. All no. right, fine. Cheech and Chong is the answer to every uh, question. <laughs> I pass. In other news, Metallica's Black Album officially sold 16 million records, uh-huh. becoming the highest-selling album of the SoundScan era, which started in '91. They're the highest-selling album since 1991. What is the overall best-selling album? I think Thriller. Still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reasonable. Uh, I would think that it had died down at some point. It, I mean, and something else would still be, would have passed it. Only because Michael Jackson's dead. And Metallica like, needs to start raping But I, I feel like, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's still, still uh, just because he's dead. It's pop music. Yeah. By the way, someone, I'm sorry, we'll go right back to that, but someone put the, the citizenship test in the chat. Oh, thanks. Where All is right. it? So. All right, so That's Thriller. That's the one that I was looking at. Thriller sold 42.4 million records. It's worldwide, right? Uh, Let's hear him play these national Let's anthem. <laughs> Music recording sales. I think it, it might just be in the U.S. That can't be. Oh, yeah, U.S. 29 million. Okay. That's still pretty All incredible. Right. And then the second biggest selling album uh, globally is Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon huh. with 22 million globally, 15 million in the U.S. After that is uh, the, Da Rule. The, <laughs> no? The Eagles. Yeah, Greatest Hits Volume 1. Uh, well, actually, now Metallica would theoretically be... I don't know how, how recent this chart is, because it's on Wikipedia, but it says Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon sold 15 million. Metallica sold 16 million in the U.S., so they would be the second largest all-time... The biggest rock album. Seller. Greatest hits yeah. shouldn't count either. That's like putting all your Eagles' greatest shit. hits, yeah. But it was it came out in 1976. Yeah, though, it so. came out while they were still a band. I yeah. don't care, because the other ones have deep cuts on them. And they're like a real album. Fair enough. Fair enough. ACDC Back in Black, 25 million, 22 in the U.S. So that's the biggest selling in the U.S. rock album. Oh, yeah. There You're you reading this in the wrong order. Well, the, it's based <laughs> on it's based on global sales. That's okay. why. Will this be on the citizenship test? <laughs> <laughs> Only the U.S. figure. BGs with Saturday Night Fever. Uh-huh. Okay, that's amazing. With 18 million global, 15 million U.S. Fleetwood Mac with Rumors. Yep. 26 million global, 19 million US, and Whitney Houston, the Bodyguard soundtrack. Oh, God. 27 million worldwide, that 17 song, million yeah. US. That song was on the charts for like a year straight. That's crazy. 
There weren't as many options back then. Now, like nothing's ever going to sell like that. Because also, that was choices. the first really big soundtrack. Uh, out. There was never. Yeah, <laughs> this is background music. That was the first album ever really like tied to a movie where there was it was like it had the was movie it? promotion going and the music video like every form of entertainment was being catered to except good with the marketing that's a great song I mean I don't yeah. know about the, I never saw the movie but no I don't think good. anyone saw the movie yeah I we saw all, it did you really was it good no not at all, all. Right. awful so awful all that movie. it was was the song yeah it, well let's it's a sappy much, movie and a sappy let's song let's see how much uh, the bodyguard made at the box office I hated that oh my god I, that was one of you know I must have was I like was it 1990 92 like, it says 92 really 121 million at the box office Jeez. it was what? quite the success wow you know when you're a kid and like basically every movie you see is the awesomest movie uh-huh. in history I think I feel like that's the first movie I remember really thinking from an adult point of view that it was awful okay mm. I remember being adamant about how what's funny it is uh it opened at number three with only 16 million first Behind week. You. Uh, Who was one and two? Let's see. Honey, Home Alone two and Aladdin. Well, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Home Alone two wasn't even in its first week; it was in its second week, and Aladdin was in its third week. So that that was a disappointing opening, but it clearly, yeah, it made its money back. No, are you ready with our citizenship test? All right, and you have the answers now. Yes. Well, uh, I didn't realize, like, I thought it was a multiple choice test, but it's actually an oral test. Mm. Oral, eh? Hey. All right, fine. Yes. Uh, you have to answer six out of ten questions correctly to pass right. the mm. portion. Score. So let's see if we're Americans. Okay. So how about, so am I asking all of you, this, like, one question? Ask the question, and then all three of us can answer. Okay. And then you tell us who's But right we should here. all, st- different like we should alternate who goes first so that we're not all copying off one person. Okay. Okay, Rob. Yeah, let Rob go first every time. Damn actually. it! That's, that's I don't not think fair. Me and Darren are copying. That's off not Rob. fair. It's it's. Clear. But that ensures we're not going to copy yeah. your ass. <laughs> what if I want to copy your ass? All right. Then? The idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are these words? We the people. We the people. We the people. Okay, you're all correct. <laughs> Um, what does the Constitution do? And there's three things that you can say. What does the Constitution do? Yes. It doesn't do so anything. It, it just is. I know, that, it's that's a, that's a very vague oh, question. Said, so this is multiple choice. Or at least this one is. It's not. It defines oh, we the, have to give you three answers, you're saying? You can give me, I guess, one out of three. It defines oh. the laws of the United States of America. Rob? Um, it protects the citizens of the United States of America. Sid? It sets up the government of the United States of America. Okay, you're all correct. All right. Ah. Yay! <laughs> Next, that's two. Um, I'm so nervous. I went first. Now Sid goes first. <laughs> okay. Sid, what is an amendment? It is an added law to the Constitution or a change to a law in the Constitution. Rob? Rob's Googling. What's it said? <laughs> I'm not Googling. Yeah, I'm the only one that doesn't have a computer in front of them right now. It's a it's a change it's a change in the existing constitution. Okay, I guess you're all right. It's a change or an addition to the constitution. Right. Okay. 
three okay. out of technically out three. my answer was what Sid said, so I'm not yeah. really right. But yeah, you are right because you, you said what Sid said. Okay, what do we call the first ten amendments to the Constitution? Bill Rock. of Rights. Bill of Rights is correct. Bill of Rights. <laughs> okay, uh, these are actually much easier than I thought yeah. they would be. Rob's flop sweat is gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm still Ooh. nervous though because as easy as they are, when one of us gets one wrong, we're gonna feel like jackasses. Okay. Okay. What is one right or freedom for, uh, from the First Amendment? Freedom of speech. Freedom of the press. Freedom to fart wherever I want. Oh, Rob's not a citizen. <laughs> <Rob> ah! <laughs> no. Freedom of religion, freedom of the press, uh, freedom of speech. Well, freedom of assembly. Oh, right. Right to, right to free assembly. All right, go okay. ahead. Next. Uh, we don't have to name all of them. Yeah, I know. All right, Darren, how many amendments Darren. does the Constitution have? Didn't I just go first? Oh, Sid, how I, many? I know, I, I know it anyway. Go ahead. The con- uh, the Bill of Rights is 10, but there's more than that. What is there now? Uh, 15, 16? No. Rob? Uh, I'm going to go 30. Mm. No. Is this like the prices, Tw- right? 27. Correct. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. See, now I feel like an idiot. Whew. I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm fine with that. You were close at 30. Go ahead. Uh... <laughs> What are two rights in the Declaration of Independence? The right to own slaves. No, no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, are the rights? I didn't know. We? Uh, Rob, the horse of what are two rights in the Declaration of Independence? Uh, freedom. Wouldn't it just be the stuff in the Bill of Rights? Freedom. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Go ahead. Darren? Uh, free, well, I'll go freedom from England. No, for so England's you want to rule, because I know the yeah. right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's right. what I was. Oh, uh, I see. Right, I did, okay. but see uh, the way it's phrased is yeah, awkward. that's a weird phrase. So they get you. Okay. okay, I have to ask Darren first. Go ahead. Why? Just because I know how much you enjoy this topic. Okay. What is freedom of religion? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, separation of church and state, and the right f- for the government not to impose any singular religion, uh, official religion. On Americans, it's the right to uh, practice whatever religion you choose without the government interfering. Rob, what both Darren and Sid <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is what a, a Muslim terrorist would yep. say. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. You know, when you take this test, Rob, you can't stand behind someone and say <laughs> yeah. what they said. Let Rob go first next. Yeah. That's oh, why good. I said he should go first every time. I I knew that though. Mm. Okay, wait. I'm gonna scroll down. How many questions are there? There's like seven hundred. Oh no! Right, just find okay. a hard it's, it's one. It's not worth it to all be right. a citizen. I would just go home halfway through. Like, Fuck this! You don't have to do all of those. I oh. think that's like a rotating list. Oh, here's oh. here's a hard one. If both the president and the vice president can no longer serve, who becomes president? Speaker uh, of the house. Yep. Yeah, I knew that. Wait, Sid. You and I should now. I'll I'll shut up. That's we'll let, total, that's go like first an elementary time. school question. But go on. Go ahead. Uh, okay, what are two cabinet level positions in the government? Uh, Secretary of State. Yeah. And. Treasury. Secretary, press Secretary. Anyone with the word Secretary in their no. name? <laughs> yeah, uh, Secretary much. of Defense. Yeah. There you go. This is easy. Yeah. This is boring. We're all serious. Yeah, this is. Yeah, it's not as tricky as, as we I thought. I thought this would be a good segment because we would get them wrong. Yeah. 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 
Or at least someone We're would. We're too smart. Yeah, all right. Fuck this. Whew. I feel better about Pick myself. one more. Let's find a good okay, one. We'll okay. do one more. What is one promise you make when you become a United States citizen? That's a, that's a weird question to ask yeah. as I, I'm becoming a citizen. Yeah. It's like I haven't gotten to that part yet. How can I know? <laughs> what, am I a mind reader? Uh, I pledge allegiance to America. That's I don't know the answer to this. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give up loyalty to other countries. Oh. Oh, yeah. Defend the Constitution and laws of the United States. It's basically just the Pledge of Allegiance is the question. Right. Rob, when was the last time you defended the Constitution? <laughs> this show is a defense of the Constitution, motherfucker. I think it's more an exploitation of the Constitution <laughs> than a defense of it. I right. actually, in 1987, I saw Harley Race trying to wipe his ass with the Constitution. <laughs> Uh, well, after he the took a big was acting up. Yeah, he just he needed something. <laughs> and I snatched it right away. No, Harley, that's the Bill of Rights. It feels so good on my tuchus. Okay, wait, let's let's go. Um... This the parchment of the Constitution is only a little bit older than his skin, <laughs> so it's almost a perfect match. It's like skin on skin. My muffler fell out. <laughs> oh my god, Rob, what territory did what territory did the United States buy from France in 1803? Said, you know, I know. I think so. Is it Alaska? No. No, Louisiana? that's in the 90s. Yes. Mm. Louisiana Purchase. Correct. Okay. Did you just say that Alaska was in the 90s? <laughs> 1900s, I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I meant in the 1900s, not the 90s. <laughs> okay. We need to deport Rob right now. He's born in this country, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't matter. All right, let's wrap up the uh, the Constitution shit. Speaking of uh, freedoms, yes, Sublime's freedom to smoke pot at a festival was taken away from them <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, apparently, the band uh, were narked on allegedly. <laughs> By Lincoln Park, I saw that because Lincoln Park. Uh, one of the one of the guys in the band was allegedly allergic to pot smoke. I've never heard that before. That's, That's not rock real. and roll. And so they call the cops on Sublime, and uh, when Sublime were on stage performing, the cops came and confiscated all of their weed uh, and smoked it all. How long ago was this? This was last weekend. And also their lead singer is still dead. I was going to say, isn't yeah, Sublime dead? Yeah. Like, how did this Well, they got, uh, they're Sublime with Roma what? now. That and sounds, Roma or Rome. That sounds like a, like a scented candle. Yeah. yeah. Sublime <gasps> with Roma. <laughs> uh, what's Who's funny. Rome? Uh, he's just a singer who sounds like Brad Noel, Ugh, basically. so sad. Just stop. Don't do that. Just let Glenn Danzig sing for your band or Michael Graves. Yeah. Or get a hologram yeah. of, like, Tupac. Yeah. Have him do that. Um, Rob's pompadour reveals that Lincoln Park actually ratted out Rob and Darren to the cops that one time. <laughs> you oh, motherfuckers! Closure, finally! I don't believe that. And that at that uh, Metal Injection CMJ show, that wasn't Shlomo. That ratted, uh, it was Chester Bennington. <laughs> this is the band with uh, this guy, Rome. Yes. Never be oh. Sounds like a woman. Is this uh, Michelle Indegio Cello with Sublime? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> he doesn't really sound like him. Gotta be he sounds awesome. like RuPaul. Yeah, this is yeah. terrible. Someone in the chat's asking if you like uh, if you do not like the Misfits with Michael Graves. 
It's horrible. Well, uh, I, I knew song. the answer. It was like yeah. the citizenship. There's some I, good songs. I knew yeah. the answer, but I let you answer. The Dig Up Her Bones is a decent song, but no, like, just stop. You, you don't like, what do you like less? Him actually being with the band like, or the principle of it? The principle of it. Yeah. You don't mind, like, if they started that way, it you would have been all right. It would have been just another band. Yeah. But right. just like, when, just stop. When everything about you is your lead singer, you can't go, just, it's so lame. I agree with Like, that. have enough respect for your musicianship that you could start something new and work off of that instead of like. Right. I totally agree. With like that. when, uh, what was it, Judas Priest hired that replacement singer, right? Yeah. Ripper uh, Owens. Yeah, Tim Owens. Just don't stop it. Just be. A different band, it's fine. The thing is, though, it's it's easy to say that as a fan, but from the inside perspective, you worked so hard to build this brand, and the value is in the brand. But fuck, if like, they change their band name, they're when not they going to make the same When they were starting around in the garage, were they thinking about their brand, or were they thinking about being musicians? Okay, but they're not starting around in their garage. They're fifteen Restart. years. They're Restart. fifteen years into their career. They you know, have expectations. You know the band Joy Division. Life. Yeah. Joy Division, they were uh-huh. huge, mm-hmm. still beloved. The lead singer hung himself. Mm-hmm. They became New Order, a different band, and then they got huge that way because they had enough fucking dignity and self-respect and courage in their convictions to start over and know that they'd do well. So just do that. You can. It's been done. It can be done. Have the some, fucking some bands don't want to do instead it instead of just They're being lazy. a glorified cover band. But also the like Judas Priest. It's like the singer leaves, but. To K.K. Downing, that's like breaking the law. Also, as much his song it's as it's not is like Judas, Judas Priest with Ripper Rob- Owens is headlining arenas. They're playing I mean, shit shows. Well, anyway, I mean, so Halford's back. Uh, ironically, Halford's back in the band now. Okay, that's fine. And now K.K. Downing is out of the band. Nobody cares about K.K. Downing. I'm just saying, none of those bands when they replace the singer are as big as they were anyway. So just be something else. Some bands got bigger. Killswitch Engage got bigger without when their singer quit. They weren't an arena band to begin an with. An arena band, you're saying? When you're that huge, yeah. Pantera. Well, there's a brand. Killswitch Engage yeah. is not a brand. Pantera got Genesis. They became a different thing. No one knows. They became the... bigger money makers, but and at least they didn't hire a new singer. They just had the drummer sing. It was somebody who was already in the band. <laughs> And no Let's one knows the first, to be. Uh, the first singer of yeah. Pantera. They didn't get like a sound alike. Anthrax, I guess you can say. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. They, well, they, they were bigger, but they became horrible. Yeah. But, but one thing about that, they completely changed the way Anthrax sounded once yeah. they got a new singer. A lot of people prefer it, I feel. And also, I as I said, I, that's Anthrax was taste. never like fully just about their front man. Mm-hmm. They that's, weren't. Well, they were never that. Ian. Yeah. But when, like, The Misfits mm-hmm. is dancing. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's different. Sublime was Brad Noel. Yeah. 100%. Otherwise, they're just a shitty ska band. Like, who well, cares? Well, for me, uh, for me, uh, for the, in terms of Sublime, I feel like it's almost maybe in tribute to Brad and just because fans want us they have all these fans that never saw the band I mean Live. I guess do they still give money to his wife and kid I feel like if they, they did, did it it would be wrong yeah. it would be completely wrong yeah. so I feel like they have to but do even these. still just name yourself something else and you go ahead and still play the songs but you're not sublime but they don't call themselves they call themselves sublime with Rome oh d- d- come on it's just stupid. Then, then you're like doing these fucking. So it should be sublime, like, sublime without Brad. No, with Rome. just be sublime without well, Brad. Is just better. call yourself with Rome. <laughs> well, maybe that's why sublime. they keep sublime so that the money goes to his family. It could still go to his family. But also, if it didn't have the word sublime in it, how would fans know that they're sublime? And there, isn't there not an internet 
where people get not that generation. blogs buy a bannerette on so, metal injection so it, on the blog it would be uh, with Rome featuring former members of Sublime or performing yes. Sublime covers sure. that's okay to do yes why because at least then you're admitting the pathetic thing you're doing <laughs> Instead they kind of, of are. Like, They're you know, saying Sublime with Rome. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't still know. admitting it's just, it. It's still sad. That's why, like, when Guns N' Roses, Axel kicked everybody out of the band. But he, the Guns N' Roses is pretty much Axel, so he right. kept the name, and they're still playing arenas. Mm-hmm. He was able to get away with that. But when you do it the other way around, it's weird. Like if all the other guys went and formed a band and said we're Guns N' Roses, it wouldn't work. See, they did. They called it Velvet Revolver, right? They, and they but, did, which fun. is basically no, Guns N' Roses, like yeah. Velvet but Roses, with, but with a different Revolver name, gun. different songs, and they were huge. And they did so a, they, they did a GNR covers, and they did, did they? STP covers. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I never went to see them because I didn't really give a fuck. But yeah. <laughs> but at least they didn't call it one or the other. They Guns N' Roses with, with Wyland. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Guns and Wyland. Wyland. Guns and Wyland. He's awful. That Would guy. that wait, Sid? That's an interesting point. Would Guns that be and okay? Wyland? Because it's not using the whole name. I guess Axel was the Rose part, right, so yeah. I guess they could claim the Guns part if they yeah. really wanted to. Yeah. L. A. Guns. That's yeah. where that came from. Yeah. yeah. I guess that would be okay. All right. Good. So I have the Sid police. Approves. I have the police report from the Sublime thing. Okay. Uh, and Did the police also think it's lame that they still call themselves Sublime? Is that mentioned? Uh, <laughs> that is not mentioned. <laughs> I bet that's why Lincoln Park really did this. It's like, fuck those guys. We're going to recall the cops in honor of Brad Knoll. So uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Deputy MD Salmon. What? And Depu- <laughs> Deputy Yum. S. You don't need to know the names. Dobertine. Deputy Salmon swam upstream <laughs> to the Sublime concert. And I responded to the dressing room for the band Sublime. We could smell an overwhelming odor of, <laughs> of burnt marijuana. That was in, Harley Race was in the bathroom. Oh. In the hallway and approaching the door. The door was unlocked as we proceeded in. We noted there was nobody in the room itself. However, in plain room were several bags of marijuana. That's the band's fault right there. They shouldn't just leave their... That's how trusting they are. ...their ganja out in plain view. I then contacted Sergeant G.R. Barger... (laughs) who was the supervisor at the concert. Lieutenant G.K. Anderson was also notified. I was directed by Sergeant Bargar to take custody. It says B-A-R-G-A-R. Bargar. Just pronounce it burger. Sergeant Burger. I just don't like... To take custody of the bags of marijuana and leave a card with a case number in the dressing room where the marijuana was located. So you could claim it? Yeah, and then I then took custody of the bags of marijuana, a glass pipe, zigzags, and several roaches that were used to smoke. <laughs> I pl- placed them into a found property at the San Xavier District Office. The marijuana mysteriously went missing Yeah, one hour later. Shocking that the band whose every single song is about smoking marijuana was caught with marijuana. Yeah. Great detective work. Where there. was this, by the way? What state? In uh, in Arizona. How in fucking Phoenix. stupid oh, that they needed a tip to know that a Sublime show yeah. had yeah. fucking weed at it. For their part, Lincoln Park is denying it. Yeah. Okay, what's their story? Why didn't they just knock on their dressing room door and say, hey, uh, Chester is allergic to fun? <laughs> or how about like it. when they found out that they were going to be next door to Sublime, they're like, oh, those guys, we should probably ask to have our dressing room moved right. because we that. know they're going to be smoking weed the whole time Exactly. if that's an issue. Yeah. Well, because they probably didn't really have a problem with the weed smoke. They probably are just dicks. Yeah. 
That is the problem. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mike Shinoda wrote that it's definitely not my style. Bummer it happened. Mike Kyoto, the referee? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that they were at a meet and greet while they were on stage. Some people thought it was Chester Bennington that called the cops because Bennington uh, recently went to rehab. It's not going to be any of the members of the band. They're yeah. not going to actually make, they don't make phone calls for themselves. Are you kidding? That little fuck who was in rehab, what did he do? He looks like uh, he was Zantac or something. I, I think Too much caffeine? Coke and heroin. Addiction. Really? Yeah. He or looks pills, like, maybe. He looks like he has a lot of allergies. <laughs> the least interesting heroin addict in the history of heroin addiction. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he was interesting before. Like, he was. He, now he just looks like Moby. You know, they did a, the, the, one of the singles off their new album has a rap from Rakim on it. What? Yeah. So sad. Uh, who's that? The worst four? <laughs> I mean, I guess Rakim needs any exposure he can get. Well, he's not like, broke. I mean, they must have made a fortune back then. Uh, I feel I he's not so. low. He's yeah. working. He needs help. Yeah. What does he do besides? He doesn't have albums out, right? I remember when Eminem had his label, he put out a Rakim out like solo album, like really? ten years ago or something. But Don't then I haven't heard anything. That but yeah, sucks. Rakim does a verse on I think "Guilty All the Same." Let's hear that. It's a terrible song, and the verse is not great. When have we shied away from terrible music yeah, on this show? It's true. <laughs> yeah, "Guilty All the Same." That's their lead single. From the brand new Lincoln Park record. Is this a live version or something? No, this is how it starts. <laughs> it starts like it's in a tin can and then it kicks it's into... Metallica style. See, now it's like a real... Sweet anger out on the Jeez, I'm gonna... My lifestyle <laughs> determines my death style. I don't think this is that bad. You're guilty of smoking weed. You used to love Linkin Park, didn't you? Yeah, so I, I love that first album. It's catchy. I haven't listened to it, though, in at least 10 years. Mm. I caught you with a roach. Oh, yeah. You already know what it is. <laughs> Can y'all explain what kind of land is this When a man has plans of being rich With the boss's plans is wealthy Filthy money scheme, a clean split Nonsense to say, even corporate ends is filthy Doesn't go to game And take the paper out, only think about Bank accounts, assets, and realty Anybody's expense, no shame With a clear conscience, no regrets to feel free The claim that ain't the way that they built me Smoke screen before the flame 
I don't care, he's so good. He just elevated the song like a Clearly, what it was was Linkin Park was like, holy shit, we can get Rakim on our song. And Rakim was like, holy shit, how much are you offering me? Yeah, it's a marriage. That, yeah, so the fact that it doesn't work as a song doesn't really matter to either side. What do you think, Miller? I don't like this at all. Noah has this look on her face like Bruno just farted yeah. in her mouth. Or Harley yeah. Race. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read this uh, comment about Noah? Do you mind? Okay. Uh, I love when oh, Rob's Pompadour says, I love when Noah gets all elitist and shits on music like this when she listens to the likes of Falconer. <laughs> well, I'm not. First of all, I'm not getting elitist. This just sucks. I agree. Go yes. ahead. Sorry. And I'm entitled to have an opinion. Yeah. But Noah doesn't like Rakim's good work either. <laughs> I don't. I'm not familiar with Rakim what, except. What track should we play for her? Paid on. in full? Let's see. Something like that? Deep cut. Paid in full is like the go-to one. Are you getting it, Darren? I got it. Oh, but there's like a, there's like a video to oh. it before, though. Oh, there it is. All right. Hmm. This is a journey into sound. Oh, I've heard of this. I've heard this before. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. And I wasn't shitting on him. I was shitting on Linkin Park. Yeah. So. When all is ready, I throw this switch. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Like a remix, something I don't remember. Yeah, this is a remix. Up a master plan. This ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. So I dig into my pocket, all my money spent. So I just deep up, still coming up with lint. So I start my mission, leave my residence, thinking how could I get some dead presidents? I need money. I used to be a stick up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did. So good. <laughs> Groove is in the heart. Right, that's the same song? No, different one. I have to go. <laughs> is this the guy that used to wear that fake nose? No. <laughs> Who's that guy? That was Digital Underground. What was that guy's name? Digital Underground. Who's the guy? The Humpty Humpty. Humpty Humpty, yeah. But what was it? He had a real like Shock G. Yeah, Shock G. That used to confuse me so much when I was looking. I was like, that sort of looks like that. Are they the same guy in that band, or is it two different people? I can't tell. And why is Tupac's Tupac there sometimes? What the fuck is going on? I thought he was angry, but here he's like in a pool. What? <laughs> well, he makes was no sense. Tupac didn't have his own shit until yeah. way after that, right? Yeah, For like a, a couple of years. But yeah, he started out being in the digital underground posse. Which is kind of crazy to think. Uh, all right. Wait a minute. You better talk to my mother. But yeah. Another news: Dave Lombardo. Now that he's not in Slayer. Now he's not again. Not in Slayer. Again, not in Slayer. Lined up his next gig. He tweeted earlier this week, I've been working on music to a cartoon pilot for Disney. 
and never thought it would be this much fun. Stay tuned, he writes. The pun for tuned. I get it's it. It's T-O-O-N-E-D. Oh, Whatever. He's probably not having a great time. No. I think he is. It's Why? probably easy work and good money. Yeah, yeah. good for you him. Have to deal with Carrie King. Good for the people were like in the comments were like, what? This is why. It's like, what? He needs it's a paycheck. A, yeah. Yeah. Everybody sells out eventually. It's, why is it selling out? Because it's Disney. Because he's not really well, creative out, by his terms. He's creative by Disney's terms. And who, but who cares? Is my point. But uh, what? How is it? What if they're like, we need your input on this, and like yes. all the he controls what he's like. Hey, we we're looking for something like this, and then he does it. It's still he's putting in his input. All right. That's it. Keep we're defending done with that one. Dave Lombardo. I'm fine with it. I don't think it's selling out at all. I think it's a okay, and I'm happy. You, you haven't heard well, it yet. I think it's selling out, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, it's fine. Selling just, out is yeah. fine. Just admit what uh, it is. No, I, I don't think it's universally bad. Is what I'm saying. It can mm. be, but I don't think just the fact that you sold out is a bad. If you produce, how is it him selling out though? Well, well, I don't know the specifics of that. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like from the way you described it, it sounds like it. But who cares? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If it produces something good, I don't care that you mm-hmm. do something commercial. You but know? the good that it's going to produce is like paying Dave Lombardo's bills. Sure. Yeah. And it's not okay, like it's going to be like all of a sudden the most groundbreakingly brutal Disney video <laughs> soundtrack. I mean, what if it's like really fun for him like to do I a don't bunch care of what's fun for him. Fuck him. Who's well, he to me? Dave who Lombardo. Are who are you to call well, sit. What he's doing? I'm the host of a podcast. I have to have opinions. Come on, <laughs> Douglas Levinson just said it's Godless and Chuck. <laughs> what is that? Is that uh, someone? Oh, they're talking about something else. Yeah, no, they're talking. It about sounded the like sucks a Di- podcast. It, it sounded like a Disney uh, show. That's why I thought Godless and Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> with Dave. If Dave Lombardo, that Godless guy is cool. I don't know who he is, but he. When I was doing my uh, toilet tour 2014, he was playing along and tweeting toilet pics as well. He's a good dude. <laughs> is he Frank Godless? Is that <laughs> oh Rob? Do you have an answer for that? I don't different, know. different godless. Okay. Um, yeah, but Dave Lombardo used to do these jazz uh, festivals. Like really? he would get together with all the jazz drummers. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was like a huge. He's huge in the jazz the drummer community. Huh. So that's another reason for you to hate him. Okay, that's fair. I think Leroy is, was on hold that whole time, and what? we never got him. So Leroy, if you want to call back in, we'll get you before the end of the show. You've got one minute before the phone line dies, poor, right? Poor Leroy. That's yeah. not his real name, though. I don't think it's his real name. Working for Amazon Music. What does that even mean? <laughs> like how they have an Amazon MP3. They have a no, like, yeah, music download. That's not what, what it just means. just upload shit? What does no. he do? I'll tell you what he does. What does he do? He, he's a porn uh, fluffer, like we said. <laughs> and he was trying to think of a lie, and he happened to have an Amazon page open. And he just said that. Yeah, he doesn't really work possible. for Amazon. Trust me. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> you have the inside scoop. Also, there. he's like, he's got this big Amazon job. He's got a fiance. He sounds like he's 15 years old. Yeah. Oh, well, that, no, that, I don't think a 15 year old would even know that Leroy was ever a name. Yeah, that's true. To even use it. But to so be fair, you sound like you're 15 years old. Do I really? Sometimes. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Wasn't okay. an insult. You're very youthful sounding. Sure. Sounding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's an insult. Don't say that. It's true, though. <laughs> I can't deny it. Rob, you awake? I'm still here. I still have you. I'm still here. Uh, looking up some more stories from the week. Another one is apparently uh, 
There was a live bootleg this weekend. Uh, Phil and Samo has been playing a lot of shows. Uh, down open for Black Label Side recently. Darren open for Down. Oh, Phil like and Selmo's down. Open for open. Black Label Salad. And uh, <laughs> I was just slurring it. During Black Label Society, <laughs> Phil and Selmo would come out and do I'm Broken. And a few days ago, uh, Rex Brown, the bassist of Pantera, also came out. So it was Phil and Selmo, Rex Brown, Zach Wilde doing Darren. a Pantera song. Oh. And everyone was like, oh, look, this is like uh, if you just Pantera had reunion. drummer Vinnie Paul in there. That's a Pantera <laughs> reunion. And no, again, thanks. these these conversations about Pantera reunions pop up. And no surprise, Vinnie Paul still not interested. Still not getting phone calls from anyone associated with Pantera to see if he's interested. So, Oh, no. Well, he doesn't matter? want to talk to those guys. Yeah, he course. doesn't talk to those guys. He goes, if you had an ex-wife and it was a pretty bitter split, you might not ever want to talk to her again. Who cares if everybody in the family and your friends want you to say hello again? It's your choice whether you want to do it or not. And I think a lot of people are selfish. They say, oh, we ought to just kiss and make up with Phil and everything will be cool. Then they can go get Zach, Zach Wilde and everything will be great. No, everything's not going to be great. Mm. And, you hear that? And would they call it Pantera? Because then Sid would complain. It would be Pantera with Zach Wilde. Yeah. I mean, at least, like, all right, yeah, Pantera mostly is Dimebag, yes. But Zach Wilde's not like some no-name schlub that they just got. He's like his own thing. But he's but from, like, his own I thing. would be more interested if they all got together what new shit that they would write than just the same old shit. You already can hear the uh, same old shit. You should call Zach, it uh, Velvet Zach, Pantera. And Zach Wilde's a completely different guitarist than Diamond. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it would be more yeah. interesting to see what new oh, material they, they could come up with. Well, ultimately, uh, I don't think it'll happen. And you know what? Uh, Axel Rosenberg in Metal Sucks, uh, he made a great point about. Uh, the thing that people don't understand is Vinnie Paul was the only one of all of them that was there when Dime died. He saw yeah, Dime true. die while he was behind the kit. And while Diamond was playing guitar, and when, like, Pantera is uh, the band formed, that was Vinny and Dime working together to form this band. That was their band. And he would just, whenever he would play Pantera songs, he would always look over and see Dime. It would be really weird for him to do those songs without Dime. Well, so, and it's about, like, sorry, go ahead. Wait, what band was, was He did it with Avenged Sevenfold. But that was one song he Ugh. came up and did a cover with them. So why was saying? that okay? That was just a one-time thing, and that was just like for fun. And it wasn't really weird. He he actually had to be convinced about it because some of the producers were telling me he was having uh, cold feet like all the way up to the show because he said this is the first time I'm doing. Because uh, they did, I forget what song they did, but it, it just wasn't walk. It was like the first time he did a song that wasn't like walk or like just an obvious Pantera song, and and he wasn't he was feeling weird about it. And ultimately, I feel it's his choice. It's his if he doesn't want to do it, nobody should. Make him do well, it. No or one like, can make yeah, him do it. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I said. Or like make him feel guilty for but it. But the like, only it's time his, anyone his... wants to talk to him is to ask him this question. So he should be f- glad that that he's well, even relevant in that way. Well, Rob, that's... pick your microphone up. <laughs> they could ask him about meeting Dave Hill. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only other. Give yeah. him the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> ask him how it feels to be the Guy Fieri of guys who look like Guy Fieri. <laughs> Like, really? You're Vinnie Paul. Just shut up. Yeah. Totally. Like, like it's his choice, really. I'm sure Phil's never called him and been like, hey, you want to you wanna come out and play these again? He's, He's saying been... no to a question that no one's actually asked him. Yeah. Just to it's, it's like It's like when Pee Wee Herman falls off the bike and says, I meant to do that. 
It's like, all right. Ah! Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's some guy from Revolver asking him, not like someone who actually can make this happen. So, Oh, well, he doesn't want to talk to Phil at all. He okay. said the only time they ever communicate is via email threads talking about like Pantera issues. He, okay. He must have a lot of money somewhere. How does it, how does he not want to do this? He owns all those strip clubs. Yeah. And he I'm has sure. three strip clubs and Pantera sell their back catalog. He's still making, they're also making money off Pantera. Yeah, yeah, tours. Yeah. That well, can't, I, I think the strip clubs make more than the... Yeah. The I don't think album. hell yeah... I mean, if it makes money, it breaks even at best, oh, I feel. Oh. That's because you're not promoting it enough, Rob. Come on. Yeah. I, promote, in. That guy needs I promoted it. I promoted plenty. Let them buy some fucking live reads. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't they buy a live read? They did do it. Buy some more. I don't remember. <laughs> Clearly, it didn't help. Cheap bastards. <laughs> don't uh, put that on the one sheet, Rob. Fucking don't list them bastard. as one of the ones. <laughs> as an example. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, like, hell yeah. I think it's fine that they're doing it, but that, yeah. like, anytime I hear one of their songs, I'm like, why is this even a thing? Like, why? <laughs> Who keeps funding this? Does Vinnie he have Paul. a couple, you have a couple Vinnie of rubbing tugs? Yeah. Mm. Does he have a couple of rubbing tugs, that guy? Just let, me, let me pull up the last. Like, hell yeah, just put out a new record. Did they really? Yeah. They're four. Hell yeah. Um, or no, 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 it's coming out in July. Who's the singer? Uh, Chad Gray from Mudvayne. Oh, God. Why? The thing is, in Mudvayne, he was like this artsy, like, metal guy, right? Like, okay. artsy in the sense of, like, just weird. And here, he's like a like a hick. He has, like, this hick image to him. Because maybe he was always an artsy hick. Anyway, the, the uh, song is called Blood for Blood. Isn't that a band, too? That is a band. Do they get royalties? Is my sound down now? I know you don't hear. Hell yeah. No, I'll put it back down, please. <laughs> it sounds like a WWE theme song. Yeah, they've done. They've had WWE. So is this one that was used? Maybe, actually, maybe. It sounds like it would have been the B side for "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." Yeah, or something. That's it. They're an active rock band. They're going for yeah. like the remaining 40 active rock channels in the country. Yeah. Ugh. Did Rakim uh, record this verse? <laughs> Is there even like this band? Not exists, even one riff. This band exists because tours need openers. <laughs> That's true. why this like they're just a filler band. Festivals need somebody to play in the afternoon. Bands need you know they there's that middle act and then there's the first act. Is, you know, they're always the middle act. Though. They're not okay. the first act. Good got, for them. See, they've gone somewhere. Can I play this other hell yeah song I got here? Yeah, go for it. In my hand. No, this is Randy Orton's theme song. Yeah. yeah, by hell yeah. No, no this is like <laughs> Trapped or something. Right, hold oh, on. What's oh. the difference? Waking Benjamin, is that something? You can't choose in your religion all to keep you safe. But when rules are getting broken, 
Oh, Rev Theory. Oh, God. Volbeat? Is that a thing? Yeah. These are all like the same band, pretty much, right? Oh, we'll be that's some good songs. Blackstone Meta- Cherry? Oh. That's the thing, right? Yeah, Metalingus. Awful. What was that? The Edge at Metalingus? What? Edge, Edge's theme song is called Metalingus. <laughs> no. It is. Look it up right now. Edge theme song. I got here it is. That's the song name, not the band. I was trying to remember the, the band name. Oh, Metalingus. <laughs> Weird. Oh, the stage. Is this Alter Bridge? Yes. Yeah, the, that is the, the Creed guys. See? <laughs> the Creed guys, Scott Stapp left, and then they became Alter Bridge instead uh, of staying as Creed. Good. And they got a fun, they got to do Edge's theme yes. song. See, it works. I got some of that McMahon money. Yeah. It's so real to me. And they were able to find a singer worse than Scott Stapp. Can we uh, uh, find a band, an active rock band for Darren to front? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Wasn't I supposed to with Jim Brewer do the fucking yeah, what happened, same Rob? shit? Reconnect with him. What happened? Up I followed up. He, he never responded to my... You think he knows some shit. shit. I would love to do a cover band that does the wrestling theme songs. Oh, though. my God. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are they do? Would you do the Rougeau Brothers theme? The best. The ma- I would do the Hockey Talk Man for sure. That's oh. a great song. The Big Show, I think, <laughs> despite being one of the worst wrestlers in history, has a great theme song. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I want to. I want to play shitty. The ones, Dusty so. Rhodes American Dream. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, one. Some soul to that song. Here, my, my favorite is the sec- second uh, Honky Tonk theme. This one. Oh, uh, the one from Honky Honky Honky. honky well, love. they just switched it. Oh, no, that, this was oh. the WrestleMania Six one. Hello, Honky. What it means tonight? I need a honky 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 love. I need a honky 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 love. I'm the one you've been dreaming of. Noah is so into this <laughs> honky love. that she's just checking her Twitter. Yeah. And I like would be too, but mine is Instagram. I need a hunger, 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 love. This is a very wrestling heavy episode, yeah. so I'm probably not going to listen this to this. This is the archive. a good no, even you would like this song. Yeah, this has this a little thrash. Uh, no, I, I like the hunky. This has man. some no, jazz influence. It's <laughs> just a common man. Working hard I, do like I don't remember this bass line. With his hands. Noah loves men that work with their hands. This is the fan-made uh, remastered version with bass. Like Justice for All. <laughs> the extended dance mix. American dream. Picture him in those black and yellow polka-dotted <laughs> underpants. There is a picture sapphire. Also that... that uh, <laughs> Birthday scar. On Who's, whose idea was it for him to have fucking yellow polka dots on Vince his Vince McMahon. It was like to embarrass him. Because he was the booker in WCW. What's but another... I'm sorry, go ahead. What's another similar, like, uh, shitty rock band that's in the theme? They're, oh, they used to, everybody's theme used to be, like, Rev Theory and shit yeah. like that for a while. Uh, well, Chris Jericho, his theme oh, is like a rock. What is it again? Break oh, the walls down. But that's like a, that's more like, um... Degeneration X? It's like Rage Oh, Batista, I Walk Alone. Ah, oh, that's so bad. I don't Who's even want to play God that. Flash? Fuck him. Yeah, that's no, saliva. not God Flash. No, who am I thinking of? What's the band I'm thinking of? I don't know. Godsmack. Yes, 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 yes. God, didn't Godsmack do somebody's song? I don't think so. Really? 
They did the theme for the army commercials. Yes, they did. Ugh. <laughs> I'm getting very aggravated talking yeah. about this. There's a lot of bad music out there. Ugh. Days of the New. Didn't they do somebody's song or the guy did? Oh, maybe. Ugh. The other th- bad thing about this is you know Batista's coming out when you hear this. So that makes it even worse. The modern day Don the Rock Morocco. I walk alone. This wouldn't even be good enough to be on K Rock, I feel, in old days. So shit. Anyway. Yeah. All that knows. I want to get away from my computer. Turn it off first. Oh, yeah, that's what... Okay, someone in the chat just said this. They did... I stand alone. Yes, yes, yeah. Maybe that's was that also thinking. for a wrestler was, or no? Not that I know of. Okay. But. So that's why I got that mixed up. Okay. I stand alone. So bad. Oh, they, were, they were like an Alice in Chains cover band, that, right? Yeah, that song, when it came out, was everywhere. Yep. So horrible. Every every fucking commercial had that, so they licensed it out so bad. Ugh. It was on like all every commercial and stuff too. Right? No, this wasn't yeah. even their worst song. They had worse songs. The other ones. Ah, uh, what you was mean, like their... a like a, a hit though? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they had a single that was worse than this. I can't remember what it was though. If I heard the title, I would know it. This is uh, getting to the next level music. <laughs> Here, let me let me play a, a Godsmack song. This is what the one the, where he, he says "Go away." Oh, this song. Did did Hell Yeah ever open for them? I bet Probably. that's happened at some point. They shared a bill. And Godsmack was ahead. Clink clink clink. It's a Dusty Rhodes song. Uh, funny enough. Uh, Someone from their label, Godsmack, someone from Godsmack's label was like, oh, we're having a listening party because uh, God, Godsmack and Mastodon are on the same label. So, Godsmack is still a band? Yeah. They're oh, putting out a new God, album. They're like, no. oh, we're having a listening party in two weeks for the new album. And I respond, oh, for Mastodon? And he's like, no, for Godsmack. Like, oh, oh, here it is. I, uh, here it is. 2014 Rockstar Energy Drink Uproar Festival. Godsmack, Hell Yeah, Volbeat. <laughs> yeah, every band I named. <laughs> and Seether. Oh, God, another one. Oh. The irony. Could you just set up like your metal injection cameras at the gate to that show just to shame people going in? <laughs> like and people do like, yeah, like, like those porn shops that have the jerk off booths and you sometimes see people set up cameras there to shame the perverts. Yeah. Let's shame the bad music taste people. Come on. Okay. Send Dave Hill there. I want to be far away from their music. <laughs> yeah. Why is Disturbed not on that show? Uh, they're Too busy not tweeting. tweeting. They're uh, they're on break now. Here, look. This is the. This is the new. This is old. Oh, I hate anything that's. Aff- I think that's why I don't like the growling because it's affected. It's like you don't talk like that. Why do you sing? With- but that's most metal music, isn't it? I think so. That's why I just really don't. Like I feel like. Um, you know, Dave Mustaine is an example of someone I don't think he's affected. He has a mumble mouth, and that's how he sounds. Okay. And he belts out his usual voice. 
I feel like James Hetfield's a little affected with his yams and stuff. But well, that's in a rock and roll-y kind of way, yeah. not in a... I think Slayer's another example. He just screams. He's, that's yeah. how he talks, yeah. you know? Uh, but this is like, I'm so far away, This is just 100% like Alice in Chains knockoff. It's crazy. Yeah. But oh, when yeah. this band came out, all the modern rock radio program directors were so on the dick of Alice in Chains that it was perfect. It's like, wow, I love playing Alice in Chains, and this is like new Alice in Chains. Great. Yeah, this so is of course I'll play it. Like the shitty sh- things that Alice in Chains threw in the yeah. garbage in the yeah. studio. This is the reason Lane Staley <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> it wasn't an OD. He heard this, and he's like... <laughs> If I in any way caused this, I do not deserve to live yeah. another minute. Well, you know what it is? The stories were just wrong. He, they said he OD'd on Smack. We OD'd on God Smack. That's right, yeah. Hi-oh! <laughs> we're, we're on the verge of it, just from hearing like a song and a half. Never misunderstand me. You sound like Beavis. <laughs> Never misunderstand me. Lead vocals by Cornholio. <laughs> Cornholio. Don't misunderstand me. <laughs> I need more TV for my bunghole. Bunghole. Are you threatening me? So true. Bring me more TV. <laughs> Stay away from me. Fire. I think you just rescued this entire Godsmack segment. We needed those six minutes of Godsmack just to get to this Beavis. Do what I told you. Stay away from me. Never misunderstand me. Do what I told you. Stay away from me. Shut up. (laughs) Settle down, Beavis. You're like hyper or something. Stay away from me. Stay. Stay away. Jesus, never misunderstand me. What better way to wrap up the show than that? Thank you for listening. We will be <laughs> still, still laughing. Uh, we'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Going to try to line Though up. It might, st- it might just be two hours of Darren doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to line up some Soliurna. If there is demand oh. for that, I will take that on the road, and I will open for hell yeah. <laughs> as, as, uh, Beavis smack got yeah. <laughs> Beavis smack. Beavis smack. Cornholio smack. Beavis and chains. Uh, we have to play. We play the opening theme earlier, so we have to close with the closing theme. All right, and we'll see you next week. Watching these crew. Yeah. How it all looks hand me down. Good times. Keeping your head above water. Making a wave when you can. Temporary layoffs. Good times. Good times is recorded on tape before a live audience.